0: oh Lord, save me, my God, Delivered Welcome to The Firmly Planted Tree, a podcast dedicated to the reading of the Psalms for strength in our daily walk and to delight in the law of the Lord. I'm Joey Hawkins, and like the tree planted by the waters, may God's word establish you in righteousness. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Therefore let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Psalm thirty two is really a beautiful evangelistic psalm. And it's one that uh, is one that I hope can encourage you as much as even just the the study as I prepare for this has encouraged me. You know, there is some debate as to whether this psalm is. Is speaking that uh, it, and mainly speaks to the point of the connection between suffering sin uh, and sin, or the lack of connection. Some who would say the the lack of connection points to verse one and two, talking about the blessings of the one whose transgression is forgiven. It reminds us again of of the the Lord's words at uh, uh, the the Mount when he when he was teaching. Uh, with the Beatitudes, that all the different ways we are blessed, but above all, blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, Is blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity. And certainly we see there that there is a a a beautiful picture of grace that god uh, forgives our sin and again we read this in the old testament that that nowhere in psalm 32 is this said because a sacrifice where it was offered or because uh, some perfect adherence to law but simply acknowledging that the lord is the one who forgives the sin as it says in verse five i will confess my transgression to the lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin but certainly you can see a connection between sin and suffering in verses three and four uh, when David says that he had kept silent and his bones are wasting away, he, his, his, his uh, spirit and strength is being dried up as by the heat of the summer, the, the hand of the Lord is heavy upon him. And so I think it can be maybe a little bit simplistic to try to either be in one of those camps or another. It's one of those things that, that reminds us of, of the book of Job because uh, Job, his friends, kept asserting to him time and time again that his suffering was a result of his sin. And so it's no good for us to just simply stay in that camp and say, no, you're suffering because of your specific sin when there are cases where that doesn't happen at all. Again, the Psalms speak to that consistently where the psalmist or David or, or those who write uh, the other Psalms are suffering and they're suffering when they are righteous and they look around and they see those who are unrighteous that are flourishing but at the same time it wouldn't do us any good as well to say there's no connection between sin and suffering because even jesus makes that when the the man is lowered through the roof what does jesus say son your sins are forgiven uh he ties that in uh, in that conversation there as much as he says when when the man who's healed blind from birth and, and they say who sinned this man or his parents jesus said neither but this happened so that the glory may, of god may be revealed you know sin and suffering are always tied together but it's good for us to to look at how this passage is used in the new testament and it does focus on those first verses in romans chapter 4 uh, beginning in verse 5, Paul references this. And to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness, just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those who law, whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count his sin. Is this blessing only Uh, then only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised. Again, drawing this out of simply observing the works of the law, but to say that these blessings come to the one whom the Lord forgives. But obviously the the sting of sin and death and and the power of sin being the law, as as Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 56, we know that sin and, and death are tied in with suffering that comes in this world. But ultimately it is through Jesus Christ then that verse 2 of Psalm 32 stands so true. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. I love that in whose spirit there is no deceit reminds us of David himself because David lived very openly both in the way he lived before man and the way he lived before God. And though he did have deceit, certainly in, in times and in the sin with, with Bathsheba comes to mind, he is one who lived openly before the Lord and before others. And so when we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, we can fully see then and, and fully be blessed then that we are the ones against whom the Lord counts no iniquity. And I, I would fail to, to preach something else. To say to you, well, you just need to have a, a good, clean conscience and, and go to bed and sleep well every night because you know, you know you've, you've done nothing wrong. That's not the gospel. That's not what I can preach to you. Outside of Jesus Christ, there is no other name by which we must be saved. Uh, Peter, when he's preaching to the Sanhedrin in Acts chapter 4, says that, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. No amount of of uh, ability to separate suffering from sin that you or I can accomplish or, or, or decompartmentalizing or, or psychological uh, uh, ways and, and strategies to organize our life will deal with this fundamental truth that we need our sins forgiven by the grace of Jesus and by the grace of our Lord. And so I hope you hear just simply that proclamation. I, I don't know who all listens to this podcast. I know many of them probably are Christians, but I also have friends who aren't. And so I want you to know that that is constantly what I what I preach. Anything I say as far as wisdom living in this world or, or the wisdom that we even see within the Psalms that David lives out, all of that is meaningless outside of the name of Jesus Christ. Again, I thank you so much for joining us this week. And I pray that God establishes you like a firm tree by streams of righteousness and peace. Thank you for listening. Find us online under the firmly planted tree where we can further continue our discussion. And please consider sharing this podcast and leaving a review. May the word of Christ dwell in you richly. A joyful noise to make Oh, come with thanks His presence to with joy.